Hey everyone, welcome to Gospel of Ezekiel. In today's video topic, we're looking at the grace that appeared and how it gives us the power to overcome sin in our lives. All those bad habits that we cannot overcome with our own strength, God, in His great grace and mercy, His abundant love for His people, has given us a new hope through Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and has freed us from every single one of them, as it says in the book of Acts. This is God's great mercy and it says in John chapter 3 verse 16, God so loved the world, He loved all of us, that He gave His Son freely for us, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. We will live forever because of God's grace. Now, what is this grace? What are we talking about here? There are many things that encompass this grace and how it really gives us the power to overcome sin. In John chapter 1 verse 17, He says, the law was given through Moses to all the Israelites, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now, why couldn't God just give us the grace and the truth first? Why couldn't He just send Jesus first without the law? Why did it have to be given through Moses to the Israelites? Well, it says in Romans chapter 3, verse 20, through the law, we become conscious of our sins. We realize that we have a sinful nature and that no matter what we do, no matter what we do with our own strength, or our own works, what we try to do to please God with our own strength and our own efforts, we'll never be right in the sight of God because by the works of the law is no man justified. We are only justified through faith in Jesus Christ. And this is what Paul is saying in Romans chapter 7. He says, I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. I desire to do what is good. I desire it, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good that I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. He says, it is sin living in me that does it. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me every single time. Then he goes on to say, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death because of sin? Then he says, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. The blood of Jesus purified our hearts, made us clean, made us right with God. He's, we who once were far off are now made nigh, drawn nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have peace with God and we have confidence. Not only that, in Titus chapter 2, it says, the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. What does the grace teach us now? Well, it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. Now, not only is God's grace all about forgiveness, He also gives us the power from on high. As Jesus says, wait in Jerusalem until you receive the power from on high, the helper, the advocate from the Father, the power of the Holy Spirit to make you endure Till the very end, the Holy Spirit gives you the power. It makes you obedient. It's a sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit to make you obedient to Jesus Christ, to conform you to His image, to make you like Him, to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, but to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives. The Holy Spirit gives you the joy to run the race. Now, how do we know that the Holy Spirit is part of God's grace? Well, in Hebrews chapter 29, Paul calls it the Spirit of grace. And, you know, before we came to Christ Jesus, we were powerless. We kept falling away into sin. But now, because we got baptized, because we received Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we've received the Holy Spirit. And now we have power to overcome sin through the Spirit of grace. Now, if you take your car to the mechanic and you want it to get it fixed, the mechanic fixes your car. 
but then you take it back home, you wake up the next morning and your car's broken. Now that's not the God's grace. God's grace gives you the power to make your car last forever. Every time you're reading God's word, you're filling yourself with the Holy Spirit. Every time you're worshiping, every time you're praying, the Holy Spirit gives you that power. Now, if you look at Peter, the apostle, he denied Jesus three times. And that was when he didn't receive the Holy Spirit, when he didn't receive the power from on high. He was weak in the flesh. The sinful nature was at work. Sin was living in him. And Jesus knew that. He told him out of love, you will deny me three times, but I still love you, Peter. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he told Peter, why are you still sleeping? Get up and pray. I know that the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. And Peter couldn't do anything at the moment because he didn't receive the power from on high, the power of the Holy Spirit to make you want to pray, to make you worship, to make you read your Bible. It gives you the joy. And when Peter received the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, in the upper room, he was a completely changed person. See, Paul says, in my mind, I know that the good I want to do, but I can't do it. Now, through the grace of God, we say, what a blessed man I am. I am a child of God. I am a co-heir with Christ. I'm seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus because of the power of the Holy Spirit that brought about my adoption to sonship. I'm born of God now, no longer born of the flesh, no longer fallen to sin, no longer captive by it. For Jesus came to the world to open the eyes of the blind, to set the captives free, to make the lame walk, the deaf hear. This is the grace of God. He who the Son sets free will be free indeed. And this is what God has done because of his abundant mercy in Jesus Christ. This is something to be joyful about, that you have now the power to overcome sin, the power to have rest, the true rest in Christ Jesus every single day, because you can say no to those things that once you kept on saying yes to. And you know, sometimes you might slip, you might fall here and there, but get back up. Keep putting the Bible next to your bed, maybe the Bible audio on your YouTube or whatever app you use. Maybe listen to some worship music when you're at work. Always being filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is your driver. This is what motivates you in Christ Jesus. This is how you keep yourself in God's love. And Jesus says, if you obey my commands, which we can now through the Holy Spirit, you will remain in my love. And in the book of John, he says, we cannot go on sinning because God's seed, his word through the Holy Spirit lives in us. No one born of God continues to sin. And you know, if you fall, and if you stumble here and there, that's okay, get back up. God is still rooting for you. Jesus keeps saying, you know, don't doubt, believe, keep on having faith. Keep filling yourself with the Spirit. Keep on reading God's Word. Keep on worshiping. Keep on praying behind closed doors. Keep on building that relationship with God, which the Holy Spirit does give you the power to do. Jesus says, whoever, whoever has, more will be given, and they'll be given an abundance. So if you keep sowing in the Spirit, if you keep enduring those things that come against you, if you keep saying no to them, God is rewarding you every time. He's pruning you. He is clapping for you, and you're maturing. You're becoming more and more like Christ Jesus. That's the sanctifying work of the Spirit to make you obedient to Jesus. Now in Galatians 5, Paul says, Live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So if you're watching TV, these things of the flesh, you're making the flesh stronger. If you're reading the Word, if you're encouraging another with the Scriptures, if you're filling yourselves with God's love by worshipping, by praying, then you're sowing in the Spirit. You're living by the Spirit and you're not going to be gratifying the flesh. The flesh is becoming less. It has no power over you. But if you're doing the things of the flesh then you're warring with the Spirit. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are always in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But that's why Jesus says, I have given you the Helper, the power of the Holy Spirit, so that you can say no to these things that you once kept saying yes to. 
the things that you kept on doing, you can now say no to them. You have power from on high to walk in the Spirit. But that's up to you. That's up to your faith. If you believe in Jesus, if you love Him, then you will obey His commands. You won't do the things of this world, but you will do the things that please Him. In Romans 8, he says, If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. So keep on sowing in the Spirit by reading God's Word, by obeying Jesus' commands, worshipping and praying. If you're doing these things, then you're giving the Holy Spirit the authority to overcome those things that once overcame you. Those bad habits have no hold on you. They can't do anything in your life because you are strong by the power of the Holy Spirit because of your faith in Jesus Christ. That's why now there is no condemnation for us. Sin brought condemnation. Sin brought guilt. But there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus. And so in all this, God's grace is not only that He has forgiven us of our sins through Jesus and wiped them out completely, but that He has given us the power through the Holy Spirit to become children of God and to overcome the sin that so easily entangles, to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, but to say yes to Jesus and to live as God's children until Christ returns and takes us into His holy dwelling forever and ever in Jesus' name. So that's it. That's the message of God's grace and the power that He's given us to overcome sin in our lives. For in the time of His favour, He has heard us and in the day of salvation, He has helped us. Now is the time of God's favour. Now is the day of God's salvation in Jesus' name. Be blessed, everybody. 